So an important decision that has been taken in the Supreme Court, an order releasing all the convicts in the Rajiv Gandhi assassination case has led uh, to a huge discussion. In fact, uh, many political stakeholders are now questioning whether this is the right thing to do because uh, this will set a sort of a precedent. The Congress party's view is quite divergent from the views of the Gandhi family. In fact, the Congress leadership or the Congress uh, party, not the Gandhis, are speaking exactly what the central government is saying. That how will it sit in a country where convicted terrorists are going to be released? That's the big question that we are asking. And how does this play out? both politically as well as legally. We have with us Rakesh Devedi, Senior Advocate of the Supreme Court and Ram, Director of the Hindu Publishing Group. Ramchandra Rao is uh, from the BJP. Uh, Mr. Pogoyendi, National Spokesperson of the AIA DMK. Uh, Dr. S. Hafizullah, DMK Spokesperson. And we also have Manikam B. Tagore, Lok Sabha MP of the Congress Party. Thank you very much, uh, all of you. First of all, the legal view. Mr. Devedi, I want to know from you... Uh, how, how does this how does this sit? If you could explain for the benefit of our viewers, uh, what were the arguments that the Supreme Court heard post which this decision was taken? The logic, basically. See, uh, when the first round of litigation happened before a five judges constitution bench some four or five years back, then uh, an issue had arisen on account of uh, the union challenging a notice issued by the government of Tamil Nadu, which required them to take a call about release within a specified time. So the Supreme Court in that case had held that though it, uh, all other offenses which were involved, the sentences have been served out, only section 302 IPC remained with respect to which life imprisonment had been uh, granted to these convicts. So, the state of Tamil Nadu had full jurisdiction to grant release to them. Now, in that context, subsequently, as we know that in Tamil Nadu, the general perception amongst the public and in the legislative assembly, a unanimous resolution had been passed. So, finally, the government seems to have taken a decision that they should be released. But uh, the governor refused to sign it and he sent the matter to the union government for its decision. Now, that was again a matter of challenge in Parari Valen's case some four or five months back. And in that, it was held by the Supreme Court that once the, uh, the cabinet has taken a decision, then the governor has no discretion left except to sign it and he had no business to forward the matter to the union government. And even otherwise, public order is in list two of the seven schedules. So, with respect to 302, it is the state government alone which has to take a decision, not the union. Hmm. So, union has no role to play. Now, that decision has not been challenged either by any political party or the Congress party or the Gandhi family or the union government. Subsequently, no review, etc. has been filed. So, the matter rested there that the cabinet has taken a decision to release and uh, since the government of Tamil Nadu has taken a decision, the government, the Supreme Court itself directed under uh, Article 142 that since they have served more than 30 years in the jail, okay. it serves no purpose in keeping them now in jail. Now, okay. following that precedent, today, 
the remaining six uh, queues, uh, the convicts, they also filed and uh, they were also granted similar relief. And I do not understand why there should be so much hue and cry about it. Because although uh, he was a tall leader and uh, this kind of assassinations are uh, to be deprecated and nobody can take a light stand and 30 years is not a small time. It's a small period. Now, if you recollect that long time back when Mahatma Gandhi was assassinated, then Gopal Godse, who had got a life imprisonment, then all the family members of the Gandhi, Mahatma Gandhi, they had written to Jawaharlal Nehru to release them. Ultimately, matter went to Supreme Court. In 1961, the Supreme Court said that only the government can release, not the court. Correct. And finally, within three years, the government released. Okay. So okay. I, I, I get the point that you're trying to make, but Mr. N. Ram, you see... Gandhi is not a taller leader than Mahatma Gandhi. If he could be released in 16 years, hmm. I'm sure 30 years is a double the time. What's the sense in keeping them, in, especially when Priyanka Gandhi has visited the Nalini and the jail? And so I think the broad consensus is, and the human rights require... That's such a long incarceration. Yeah, while, 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 while I, while, while I agree with the, and, and I don't dispute your facts, but you see, Mr. N. Ram, here we are talking about the assassination of a former prime minister and the view generally of the Congress party, not the family of the Congress party is that convicted terrorists, people who have been convicted of assassinating a former prime minister, when they will be let off, then there will be a precedent. And how does the court then intend to uh, answer these these contradictions? Um, Ankit, I, I used to believe that in cases like this, life means life. But uh, I am persuaded by what the uh, senior counsel has just explained. Uh, I don't think it will set a precedent in the sense that every person who, who uh, approaches the court uh, will get relief because it depends on, in a sense, on a case-by-case basis. Uh, the satisfactory con- con- conduct uh, in this long incarceration in the law, and then whether they've done something to improve their capabilities, whether they've contributed something in the creative space and so on. So I think the court will look at those things as well. But the point here is the two main political parties are united in this uh, uh, in the state are very clear that uh, the time has come for them to be released. And secondly, I think that's very, very important. The governor had no business just keeping it in his pocket or in his table for such a long period. That, I think, is a factor that must be taken into account. And then to send it to the wrong address instead of acting, I think, is completely unacceptable. And I think this is a blow, a small blow for uh, what the Constitution uh, uh, empowers the states to do. Uh, one of the few few things that have happened in favor of state rights is this, that the governor, who in the, in the case of Tamil Nadu, he has been holding several bills, uh, you, know, you know, just blocking them. Then what, uh, what respect does the state legislature have or the executive of the state? Which is, uh, Mr. Enram, would you not like to make a distinction between the other bills being held up by the governor, uh, allegedly, and something as serious as this, because while you say that state uh, political parties are united, 
in in favoring this decision you've got the two national parties that are uh, dead opposed to what has happened in the supreme court yeah they have the least stake because they are my, very minor players in the state of tamil nadu uh, uh, and uh, i really appreciate the uh, what priyanka gandhi did i you know i was of the view earlier life is life for the, for a heinous of a offense uh, assassination not just murder mm. uh, or something it changed the course of indian politics so i was of that view but looking all, taking all things into consideration i think they've done right uh, public sentiment is also in favor of this these people you know it is really justice tempered by mercy uh, and the supreme court i think has got it right okay okay ramchandra rao of the bharatiya janata party how do you view this uh, decision i mean this is as mr n ram said as uh, rakesh dwedi said and i'm sure uh, uh, dmk and admk spokespersons are also going to uh, echo the same sentiment but how do you look at this decision we've all heard what the congress's view is mr ramchandra rao yeah sir so the, in fact uh, this is a uh as just now mr ram said uh, that uh, this is a, a legal decision tempered with humanity or public sentiment whatever it may be but it is one of the rarest cases that the supreme court has come uh, taken such a decision where uh, a, people who are accused of killing a prime minister and indulging in a terrorist activity are being let off uh, and uh, in fact uh, uh, the courts have uh, time and again cleared it life means life but under what circumstances they are been left in fact this is a case where honorable prime minister of this country had been assassinated and lot of people other people have died in this case so the even the those sentiment are also necessary to look after uh, when such a decision is taken now the also fact remains that the family member of uh, sri rajiv gandhi late sri rajiv gandhi met uh, the assassins and they were also very sympathetic to them but however that should not have uh you know influence the court while taking a decision i think uh, law for everyone should be one and law for terrorists should be firm in this country otherwise uh, there will not be any deterrent uh, and that's what i feel that maybe it is special power used by supreme court to go into it but as far as the uh, leaving of some terrorists uh, by the court uh, in such a serious matter i think it is a matter of concern to think over the baby sentiment and other things may have may stand its own place but i don't think that law should also be so sympathetic to the people uh, who have killed the prime minister and who have and actually who had participated in the terrorist activities right mr pugui andy and uh, hafizullah your views one by one please uh, good evening to ntv one of the convicts person was yeah i can i can hear you please go ahead mr hafizullah no okay so it's my turn I, i it was started with pugil in this so i was just waiting for my turn so yeah, yeah. uh first we should understand that the the indian criminal system and indian criminal law is not retributive but it is reformative so the grounds which the supreme court or the assembly of tamil nadu took was the conduct nobody is here defending that they were uh, uh, they were being acquitted or they are not mm-hmm. convicted that is not the view it is a reformative stand of the government of the supreme court that stands and 
Uh, we have been telling that governors are misusing their powers, abusing their powers, are being lethargic in ex uh, uh, executing their duty. That is what Supreme Court said when it came to Perari violence issue, when it came to the issue of the six convicts that have been released today. So my, my dear friend uh, who spoke some time back who said that the law should not be sympathetic. I want to know which law was sympathetic to the killers of uh, Bilkis Banu's family. They, they, were, they were released by the Gujarat government. You never questioned the law at that time. This is at least a 30 years of judicial scrutiny and with the... No, no, how, how do you say that you never questioned? Of course we did. No, not, not you. I mean the BJP spokesperson, sir. Yeah. I mean the BJP spokesperson who is being hypocritical here. So, next. When, when this, this, this judgment or this release is outcome of a judicial intervention from the apex court. It is not just a resolution alone like the Bilkis Banu case. So, the, the law is reform, the, the reformative criminal system is what it stands. And it is not given on mercy alone, sir. The conduct of all the seven mm. convicts here, they have done their education, they have contributed their earnings when they were disastrous in Tamil Nadu. All these issues, along with humanity, was considered in uh, letting them free out of the jail. Yeah. So that is the point that we want to emphasize. It is, it is uh, as long as the, the reformative criminal system is there, there is going to be a liberty for every citizen to use the liberty that the constitutional gives to him. It is the DMK government sure. which, which supported a common citizen, though he is a convict, to enjoy the liberty that the constitution gives to him. Okay, uh, Prashant Pratap Singh. That means, Prashant Pratap Singh, I want to come to you now and I want to ask you, how does it sit within your party that the Congress tall leadership, the, the high command or the Gandhis, have another view and your party has another view. Are they not the party? How is it that you have been able to make this distinction within your party? On what is the Gandhi's view and what is the Congress party's view? The party is very clear on, uh, and we have released a statement. It clearly says the decision of the Supreme Court to free the remaining killers for former Prime Minister Sri Rajiv Gandhi is totally unacceptable and completely erroneous. The Congress party criticizes it clearly and finds it wholly untenable. So, so when we talk about the Gandhis, it's, it's very personal to them. It's a personal space. That's, that's the, uh, feeling they had. But not to forget, Sri, as you mentioned, Rajiv Gandhi is our previous prime minister. He was murdered in uh, cold blood and, and this, and this is a terrorist act. Just think about it. If this was uh, Kasab, and in, in, in case of Kasab, would we be talking about retributive and non-reformative uh, sentence? They have been released, in, okay, after 30 years. But their sentences have been, and the Supreme Court has used Article 4, 142, which we don't agree with. It gives them the power, discretionary power, to release these convicts. But why they, they now this is a, the precedent which they are setting is so uh, dangerous. Now these can be used for other people as well. So we as Congress Party do not agree with this completely. If you look at it, you know I am still quite perplexed how how the Congress Party uh, chooses to manage this contradiction of the Gandhis believing in something else and the Party believing in something else. One of those rare moments where you don't agree with the Gandhis, is it? As I said, as a common citizen, think about it. Do you think a previous prime minister, a prime minister has been killed? Would you be okay as a convict gets released? 
this and when you're coming to that, that's a very personal space that is the uh, you know forgiveness is something that they would have believed in and they would wanted but as in law when you, when it comes to law okay one moment mr pugayendi wants to come in national spokesperson of the aiadmk yeah, yeah. mr pugayendi you have heard the views of the uh, long, of the congress long, spokesperson yeah yeah long legal battle has come to the end now this is very important that i am asking the, the uh, congress spokesperson sir very clear our rahul gandhi ji leader of the congress and mr sonia gandhi ji and also priyanka gandhi ji all are them for forgiven them that themselves they have forgiven them met in the jail that vellur jail after came out given the press statement already we have forgiven sir they have struggled continuously more than 30 years they have lost the life life everything is gone now again again same thing because mr ram mentioned very clear hindu ram sir because this uh, governor kept this not decided anything kept it pending so this decision is not not taken more than a year after that only former chief minister our board leader madam jailalitha passed the resolution the assembly after the supreme court verdict now also one of the convict the perarivalan that after was released following the same now they have now now apex court given the uh, verdict now they, they, these things are going on what i am saying enough 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 more than enough but this you are you cannot compare with others because that uh, another person you told came from pakistan other country and killed or something that is directly involved so here they have struggled a lot no no i am i am i am only trying to understand okay i am uh, only try, yes uh, mr n ram you know i am only trying to understand the assassination yeah. of a former prime minister is an act of terror no what mr sahab did was an act of no. terror terrorist how do we make no, this no, distinction no. is what i want okay. to know mr n ram please may i come in on that point yes, please, please yes, me yes sir uh, if you look at the facts the supreme, the supreme court the judgment on the on the assassination case finally it was ruled that it was not a terrorism offense uh, if you look at the judgment now i just want to recall this that uh, and they went into it in some detail what is terrorism so there also it falls to the ground it was it was horrible it is arguable i think i think clearly it was a terrorism offense in a political sense but yeah, according to the law if you go back to the judgment it uh, it, it didn't uh, uh, comply with the requirements uh, to brand it as a terrorism offense you can check that and our senior counsel may have something to say on, on, yes, on that yes, as well they were acquitted of the charge of terrorism Sorry. yeah ஒன்னும்ிவிட்டி executive power like yeah, mr ram wants to come in and then i really want to place on record my admiration for all members of the immediate rajiv gandhi family hmm. for the nobility they have shown in this respect that's an important part and the congress right. what appears to be a contradiction is really not that uh, and that was explained so i think uh, it was remarkable it is exceptional particularly the way priyanka gandhi initiated that and rahul at one time said i think i don't quite i'm not on the same page or something but overall 
after all, for Nalini's case, the death sentence uh, was commuted after the intervention of Sonia Gandhi. So these are special things in politics. So, so I think that sentiment, that kind of nobility, has to be uh, appreciated in this in this context. Uh, Prashant Pratap Singh, how would you respond? I mean, many stakeholders I mean, there in Tamil Nadu look at the action of your tall leaders, top leaders, as an act of, uh, you know, as a very noble act. I, I, I'm, I'm shocked as, uh, you know, when, when they talk about this not being a terrorist act and even the Supreme Court not classifying it. I will come to that. But before that, again, I will repeat, this was very personal. It is a very personal affair to the Gandhis. This is something, as you, as you know, you don't have to keep hatred within, within yourself. And you have to let let go of it. And what, so the first act is forgiveness. But here we are talking about law, uh, and in law, where a former prime minister has been assassinated in cold blood. We all know the story how LTT and when he was acting for the state, he was the prime minister of India when he sent the uh, the peacekeeping force. So when he was an acting peacekeeper from as an acting as prime minister prime minister for the state. And that's and in retaliation to that. So if it, this is not terrorism, how can you classify it under three, not two? So that is the first, you know, disagreement I have, and uh, with the Supreme Court where they are not classifying and using 142, they are using their discretionary power and letting go of this convict. It's shameful and it is disgusting. The second thing is coming to the fellow panelists. You, you, you talk about it because it's third party and you, you possibly you're doing it for your polit- political gains because they come from the same region. But if you look at it as a third person or an Indian citizen, would you be okay? The current prime minister, if something happened to him, I would not be okay whether I agree with his de- decisions or you not. Know, I, this I is something not, that I would not this, even this, want this, to discuss. This, this is not, this discuss is not even, the, even hypothetically. Hypothetically, President. That even other cases of lesser intensity may use let this me, as an example. Let, let me first of all condemn the, the speaker for using the expression shameful, etc. for the Supreme Court's judgment. It is highly contentious, so it's a warning to him. The second thing is, Supreme Court, he should have read the judgments of Perari Walan in this judgment very carefully. Supreme Court has exercised power of 142 only because... The cabinet of the government of Tamil Nadu has already taken a decision and they are the authority to take a decision right. for commutation. Yeah. And therefore, the Supreme Court said that it is no use sending the matter back because the government has already taken a decision and therefore this. So coming to the third question of precedent, the Congress must first answer why did they left Gopal Godse after 16 years? Was that not a precedent? Fourth point is, Every every case, even if they think that this is terrorism, every case of terrorism is not identical. As Mr. Ram said that you have to go case by case. Here is a case where these are six, seven persons who played a very minor role and some of them are not even aware as to what the other person is doing. 
and what for it is being done and there had, there was a particular political background also the ltt was there at that time as a force which was fighting in sri lanka and they were agreed by the ipkf being sent to sri lanka now they, that ltt has disappeared all that political background has disappeared so there was certain uh, element of uh, by which these people may have been uh, got involved into this uh, okay conspiracy so therefore this is a case which is of a peculiar kind and it had a particular background and these people are not the main actors and they have suffered enormously by 30 years there's hardly an incident double the time gopal godse spent so okay. let us not talk about president president was set in 1964 16 years राकेश द्विवेदी मेनी थैंक्स फॉर ज्वाइनिंग अस ऑन दिस डिस्कशन थैंक यू सो मच